0: Hey, Dr. Mike here. Interested in healing yourself and the planet? Stay tuned to learn more with our guest, John Robbins. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. Uh, today with us is a fascinating guest with a fascinating story. Our guest has dedicated his life to helping provide healthy ethical, sustainable food for people around the world. Uh, I think he's written about 10 books. And I I know this, they've sold millions of copies. He's the founder of EarthSave International and co-founder of the Food Revolution Network, which has over 800,000 members. And there's so much more to his story. His name is John Robbins. He's the presumed heir to the Baskin-Robbins ice cream empire. John Robbins ultimately turned down a billion-dollar family business to help promote the health and wellness of people um, and the planet, which is really cool. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. You know, I got so, so obviously I, our guests are going to be fascinated with your story, right? We we have to find out first and foremost how you went from, uh, you know, the the family business of ice cream. <laughs> right into what you currently do and what you really you've been doing your your entire life right so tell yeah. us, tell us about, yeah. yeah tell us a little bit about Baskin Robbins to, to that transition that you knew you wanted to do something different
1: well my dad is and my uncle were the founders and owners of Baskin Robbins 31 flavors it became uh, during my childhood it became the world's largest ice cream company a billion billion dollar company. And, uh, you know, everyone knows it. And I invented furs. I'm an only son. I have sisters, but no brothers. So my dad's expectations in terms of uh, succeeding him were all on me. The pressure the, and the responsibility was all mine. And growing up, I loved it. I mean, I invented flavors. I worked in every aspect of the company. What kid doesn't love ice cream, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and I ate a lot. We had we had ice cream for breakfast sometimes. There was an ice cream cone cheese swimming pool in our backyard. I mean, the whole nine yards uh, yeah. or the whole nine gallons, maybe. But um, you know, my dad had heart disease uh, and diabetes. My uncle Bert Baskin might have a heart attack at the age of fifty-four. He was a very big guy who ate a lot of ice cream, and I was coming to the conclusion that ice cream is not a health food and an ice cream cone isn't going to kill anybody, but the more you eat, the more likely you are to have a heart attack, like killed my uncle, the co-owner of the company and, 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 and almost killed my dad. uh, and gave him a very serious form of diabetes um, and, and made him overweight and gave him heart problems and so forth. Um, And I, the more you eat, the more you're likely to have those kinds of things. And if you're in the business of Selling ice cream, you want people to buy and eat a lot of it. So that's just the business model, right? And I just didn't want to make my living, though it would have been a royal one, um, selling a product that was undermining people's health. I, I just couldn't, couldn't do it, you know, ethically. And so I, when I was twenty-one, I, I told my dad that I, I wasn't going to do it, and um, he was very very disappointed. He was actually angry about it. And oh, I, I bet, no. and I. Um, I, I didn't want to hurt him um, I, I at all, but I had to be true to what I felt and believed and and I, what I, to what I was called to, which was a life really of service in terms of helping people live healthy lives. And, right. and healthy lives, you know, eating and living in such a way that their bodies thank them for the rest of their lives, that they 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 vibrate with vitality and health, and also that they live a long healthy time so they can give from a cup that's full rather than from a cup that's empty. Because if you're ill, if you're sick, Awesome. Yeah. You know, it takes it takes your your life down and, and in a lot of ways. And right. so I just that's what I Amazing. did. And I, I ended up writing books and you know founding organizations and working with a lot of nonprofits on a lot of boards and so forth, trying to help us awaken as a culture to the damage that our processed food diet, our our, our really junk food diet, while it's very profitable for the companies making and selling that stuff, it's really
0: designed to be addictive. Yeah. And oh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, the salts, the yep. sugars in our all of our yep. bad yep. standard yep. Yep. diets. Not, oh, they hook you.
1: They do. They do. And and the the big companies, the food manufacturing companies, hire what they call craveability experts right. to enhance craveability. That's their term yeah. of the foods they sell us in the foods. You see in all the supermarkets. Let's call America. it what it is.
0: It's addictive. <laughs>
1: yeah. It is. I mean, craveability is that not? I mean, it's just kind of <laughs> a euphemism for addictive. And they say it in their heads. the more you eat, the more you want. They want us hooked. Yeah. So we'll keep buying more and more of foodstuffs that are hurting us and hurting the world. They're produced in a way, and you know, if you look at the agricultural systems that produce most of the animal products in our, in our world today, the industrial beef. Uh, for example, it's cruel to the animals, um, and and you don't have to be a vegetarian, by the way, to if you see what how the animals are treated
0: to right, be appalled. Right. I mean, it's that it's that deplorable. It's that, it, 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 that wasn't that. Well, I I have two questions, and then I'm gonna let Dr. Crystal a- a ask a few. I, I I I just have to ask this because you mentioned you designed or came up with a, a couple of flavors. What was your favorite flavor? That you actually well, came the,
1: up with the one that I invented
0: that I like the most was Jamoca almond fudge. Sounds pretty good. It does. You gotta be, it sounds pretty good, right? Um, anyway, that was just for me. So, so the second question is: is so obviously you saw that the damaging effect of of yes the, this kind of food in, in your uncle and your father and at age twenty one you made a really important decision. But how did you ultimately connect also this to the to the planet? Wasn't there? was it, you saw how the cows were being treated? What was that? What's that connection there between the food that you're needing healthier food, but also needing a healthier planet?
1: Well, you know, I, I learned, learned pretty quickly that it takes a lot more land to produce the amount of grain that you need to feed to livestock than if you, if we ate the grain directly ourselves, when we cycle it through livestock, it, it's very ine- inefficient. So it, takes somewhere between twelve and sixteen pounds of grain to make a single pound of feedlot beef. It takes one pound of grain to make a pound of rice or or yeah. whole Ooh. wheat bread. So yeah. So all that extra Grain means a lot more land has to be used to grow that grain and a lot more inputs, the energy uh, that's involved, all the tractors, mm-hmm. the fuel, yeah. the fertilizers, the water. Is it water, water big too and all water.
0: that? It takes a lot of water yeah. to oh, raise. Sure. Oh, really, yeah.
1: yeah, major, 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 lots more water. And so I realized if we ate lower on the food chain, if we ate less meat, less particularly industrial meat, factory meat, we would then be, in effect, using less land. And when we use so much land for our agriculture, what happens is we we um, we destroy biodiversity, we destroy destroy the ecology, we we exploit the land for our purposes, but then we take it from nature, and then it can't be just forests, it can't be just habitat for wildlife, it can't be just left alone. Um, we use it, and and we use it in a way that uses a lot of energy, and that energy then. The types of energy we've used produces a lot of greenhouse gases. And so climate change, which I'm starting to think we ought to really better call climate chaos, actually, because it's mm-hmm. it's changed, yeah. yes, but it's changed in a, in a very kind of frightening way. Mm-hmm. And, and all the other environmental issues, biodiversity, uh, the loss of species, uh, our depletion of the groundwater, our pollution of the groundwater, pollution of the air, of our air quality, all of these serious environmental issues I found when I looked into it were grossly impacted. I mean, severely impacted by producing the foods that were giving us heart disease and giving us cancers and 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 giving us Alzheimer's disease and shortening our lives and and shortening the quality, reducing the quality of our lives. Yeah. And and I just felt like this is a win-win-win here. If we, if we learn how to eat in a way that that feeds our sells the nutrients they really need it gives us the vitality we we want uh gives us the ability to live the life we want to live you know and and care for the people we want to care for in in good ways then we can also at the same time walk lighter on the earth have a have a lighter smaller like Produce yeah. yeah. fewer greenhouse gas emissions etc and i just thought if i can do something that's better for my health it's also better for the forests and the wildlife and the future of life on earth. Sign me up for that. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's great. That's great.
0: Yeah. It's know? interesting. Dr. Crystal, we, we, we talked to a lot of people, right. That, that kind of have this same philosophy now, but here, John, I mean, you, you were, you did, you were, you were one of the leading pioneers in this, really yeah. this kind of movement, right? Yes.
2: Now um, I want to talk about your father and uh, you, were featured in a magazine article with life extension. So I read that article, and one thing that stood out was um, your father. I think he it came full circle.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He received a book that you yeah. had written from yeah. his doctor. Yeah. Can uh, you tell us about that, and 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 just tell yeah. us about that full circle moment with yeah. him, kind of seeing the light.
1: Yes, I can. Um was pretty in my life is most meaningful things that's ever happened actually for me um my dad was a, a tycoon he was a very 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 successful businessman and he founded and owned what became the largest ice cream company in the world um by the time I made my decision he had made and sold more ice cream than any human being that had ever lived on the planet I mean he was good at what he did but he wasn't very open to, to other ways of thinking um and uh, so, and he was very disappointed and angry at me when he did the decision. He groomed me to succeed him at the company, and then I, I made his decision for conscience and 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 walked away from it. And and he, you know, he didn't take that well. Even though I tried to be as diplomatic, as tactful, as respectful as I could about it. But then, fast forward twenty years, and and he's now uh, getting along in years, and he's got serious diabetes. He's got heart disease. Um, he's had Several heart attacks. He's very overweight. Uh, his diabetes is is really um, and the prognosis is very bad. And he goes to one of his physicians, who happened to be the most prominent cardiologist in in um, Rancho Mirage, California, uh, and a very highly paid guy. And 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 s- s- you know, and the, the doctor leveled with him. He said, "Mr. Robbins, at this point, you're a pretty sick guy." And really the best we can do is juggle your medications, try to control some of the side effects you're experiencing. um, Try to make your few remaining years a little more comfortable. Unless you're willing to make major changes in how you eat and what you live and how you live and what you eat. And my dad said, well, what do you mean? He was scared. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and and um, yeah. after all, this is to, in his mind. This is the high priest of Western medicine. To him. This this is the we're almost right. God speaking, you know. And it's, the prognosis is 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 frightening. So he says, "What do I have to? What are you talking about?" And the doctor, the cardiologist, handed him a copy of my first book, Diet for a New America, which had <laughs> wow. been just reviewed by the American College of Cardiology in a very beautiful way. And and he, he handed him the book and said, "If you, I think you should read this book." And the, the irony, the, the remarkable irony, is that he knew who knew, knew the author was John Robbins. He knew who his was, Irv Robbins, the founder of Baskin Robbins. But he didn't connect the two. He didn't know that the book he was handing my dad had been written by my dad's wow. son. He didn't know that. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and my dad didn't tell him. He just, I guess he was just, you know, in a state of shock about everything. But he took the book. And he went home and he started to read it. He started making changes, and then he got results. And his blood pressure was coming down. They had he needed less blood pressure meds. It mm-hmm. came down more. I needed less blood pressure meds. His weight came down. His golf game improved. Everything started looking Everything- better. <laughs> his cholesterol levels, all his all his blood blood numbers were, were improving. He needed less meds. They took him off statins. Everything was going great, mm-hmm. and he was feeling better and better and better. And he, and he kept making more changes. And then finally, his diabetes went into remission. Also, so he no, wow. no longer needed uh, insulin, and he it no longer needed even diabetic yeah. pills. And th- this is a remarkable transformation. And he experienced this in his own body and life, and 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 mm-hmm. his blood tests, and and it how he felt. All were saying, "This is the right path for you." So he he was. I think it was a, a challenging for him because after all, this is the Maverick's son who rejected his life work. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's, it's, it was complex emotionally, yeah. but he he called me up one day and he said, Johnny, you won't believe it. You just won't believe it. It's incredible. I said, okay, dad, tell me what, what's incredible, <laughs> what, 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 I, what, what I believe. He said,
0: well, it turns out you were right. <laughs>
1: that's cool. oh, so he did wow. give you the grade.
0: Awesome. I was going to ask if he ever actually gave you credit. That's good.
1: Full circle moment <laughs> because it was my book that he read, and then he read Dean Orange's work, and then he read other people's mm-hmm. work. He, you know, but it was my book that started him on a path, and he lived another twenty healthy years, and he died in his nineties. Wow. But he was healthy, up, up, pretty healthy, up till the very, almost the very end. And that's and that's what we want, isn't it? it, it, it to be healthy yes. in our later years. Yeah, I'm a, that's, that's not all of about show. extending our lives, but in a healthy way. I, I don't, I don't think it's a good thing to live to a hundred if your last fifteen years are spent in a nursing home. Yeah, John.
0: The, John the name of life. our podcast is um, "Live Foreverish." We we want yeah. we want to live a little longer, but we want it to be good years, vibrant exactly. years, strong years. Exactly. Right, so hope. it's about yeah. for me extending your health span
1: and your lifespan, but the health span is really important and. We've the research now is pretty strong. We do know how to prevent a, a very, very high percentage of the cases of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and similar dementias. And that's really important because we don't have the treatments for those diseases. We really do not. And there are new drugs all the time because they're trying to find a, an answer, mm-hmm. uh, but th- those drugs are, are overhyped and they're not nearly as good as the drug companies would want doctors and the oh, public yeah. to believe in. Very some right. Selling them, honestly. Yeah. Um, and if you can live in such a way as to greatly reduce your risk of Alzheimer's and cancer and heart disease and diabetes and all the other diseases that we see so often in our older people, that's a great thing.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and if you're and if doing that,
1: same thing, you're also doing, a, giving a gift to the planet and to the animals. You're sparing animal suffering. Um, you're 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 creating a, a, world, a better world for, for future uh, generations. Um, you're reducing greenhouse gas emissions. I think that is, I mean, I just that sets my heart singing. It just makes me wanna <laughs> you know, live it and and talk about it and and help people understand and help people wherever they're at. You know, yes. you don't have to be a hundred percent, you can go ninety but every step you take is a good in the right direction gets you closer to to a healthy life on every level in, in, in a healthier world. And I, I think that's right. And there's so many messages
2: to take away so far. Just one is to follow your heart. Imagine if you would not have followed the path that you originally took when you were 21 and and to see it come full circle with you following that path, writing the book. And now that book being instrumental with saving your father's life is a message in and of itself. But you've taken that message from books to now uh the food revolution network and so yes. now you're taking this message to you know even broader audiences yes. uh tell us and a little bit about that and into medical schools now
1: uh yes, very so- much so. yeah yeah you know one of the the sadness about western medicine i think is is it's missed the bone on nutrition and and in medical school the average md in four years gets Maybe two hour course of work in nutrition? They don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe, maybe. maybe that. Yeah. Maybe. And, and some and some of that's wrong because it's actually using materials by the drug companies and the dairy board and
0: what you just what you just said is so true. It with the medical school I went to, we had we had it was kind of like the, the nutrition course was a part of another course. And it was basically a handout from Big Pharma. And we we wow. basically read it on our own, answered a few questions, and turned the sheet in. And we got checked off for wow. our nutrition course.
1: Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you realize how important what we eat is to to the health we will experience, it's it's almost it's almost a crime. And 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 you can't blame doctors. They they go to school. They they, they learn what they learn. They they trust, and then they practice in terms of what they've learned. And so we've been working to try to get. Nutritional education, a legitimate nutritional education, quality nutritional education taught in medical schools. And we've made some, made some good strides in that direction. And, um, we have some excellent people helping us. Um, Dr. Kim Williams, we're president of the American college of cardiology is a close friend of ours and works with us on this. We have a lot Dean Orange does. We, 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 we're working very hard at getting that corrected so that doctors, cause you know, most aspiring doctors, people go into medicine. They they, they, they want to help people. Sure, they want to make a good living. Sure, everyone does, but mm-hmm. they want to help people. And if all you have is drugs and surgery, if, you, if you're a, an effective pill pusher, yeah, those yeah. drugs tend to have side effects. They tend to be overhyped. So some of them do wonderful things, but if you can prevent the disease in the first
0: place. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, 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 I got to tell you, you're, you you've you made an impact because, so I went to medical school in the um, late nineties. Um, I, you know, I told you what my nutrition course was like, but at my medical school now, UT Southwestern in Dallas, there is a department of integrative medicine that includes true nutrition courses now. That's great. So things have That's changed and hopefully newer generations of doctors coming out will appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're working on it hard and, and and we're also educating the public, you know, and empowering the public to take a stand for what gives them life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and to free themselves from the clutches of processed food companies and, and and factory farm meat companies that do not have your well-being in mind at all. Mm. They they want a profit, they don't care how. I mean, I I'm not against people make money. But how do you do it? If you do it by stealing? Yeah. No, that that's not good. If you do it right. by hurting people, that's not good. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've come kind of to look at the process food companies as as really almost criminal because they're hurting people and they tar- targeting kids with their ads. And those ads are sophisticated. And children are vulnerable. We should protect our kids. I, I think we should ban junk food advertising to kids that's targeting children. I think that would be the right thing to do. I, I think I our kids would be healthier, you know, and, and I, 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 we're working on that. That's what at Food Revolution yeah. uh, Network, that's one of other, one of our other causes or mm-hmm. uh, missions. And people can learn about our work at foodrevolution.org. Food revolution, one word, foodrevolution.org. Yeah. And I want to say also, I, I teach a course uh, on longevity, and, and how to live a healthy and a long life, mm-hmm. through foodrevolution.org, and people can sign up there for a free masterclass about this. Course. And it's the, the website for that. The link for that is longevity.foodrevolution.org.
0: Longevity. So we have two. Let me let's repeat that. So we have foodrevolution.org. Yes. Right. Which is the the Food Revolution Network. And then if they want the longevity course, longevity.foodrevolution.org. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Great. And we'll put that in the summary for the podcast. So you can look down in the summary information um, and and those links will be there. As well. Well, so on, on our show today, what, what can you share on some of the key nutrition principles that people can incorporate right away?
1: Well, eat more plants, eat a variety of plants. You know, people love kale's become the you know the, the vegetable of the year or something. And and rightly so. I mean, it's a it's great, it's full of great nutrients, but it turns out that. The diversity of your diet is really important. So if you ate nothing but kale, you wouldn't do all that well. Even though, yeah, kale is a great food. You know, eat it. If you you like it, find ways to like it, great. But the the more different kinds of plant foods that you eat, the, the greater variety of vegetables, because each of them have a different type of fiber and fiber is the food for the good bacteria in your microbiome. And you want a diversity. Of, of bacteria and, and other microbes in your in your gut that's how mm-hmm. you'll pro- you'll you'll flourish the best and that in order to feed that diversity you need a diversity of types of fiber and that's from a diversity of types of plant foods whole plant foods mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm about, i mean coca-cola may be a plant food but i know that's not what i mean but but <laughs> um, fruits and vegetables and seeds and nuts and whole grains and um, legumes beans, um, and 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 peas. these are the foods to, to base your diet around: mushrooms, onions, mm-hmm. greens, mm-hmm. greens stuff. Are great stuff, um, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, berries are the really great. All fruits are good, but berries are particularly really good. Um, and we're finding that the you know the berries are pretty pretty colors, blueberries and raspberries mm-hmm. and strawberries are gorgeous looking. Yeah, but the reason for that, that what gives them the color are polyphenols that actually provide nutrient or are nutrients for us so they're pretty they taste good (laughs) and they're great for you so berries are are an important thing to include a lot of and you want and you want to stay away from the processed food and and that fried food for sure and 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 the factory farm meats honestly and 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 dairy dairy is very overrated The, the dairy industry has had a a a degree of power in in our governmental programs and they've ins- insisted that the government teach kill- children, you must drink three glasses of milk a day. Well, that's actually
0: bad advice. That's actually very good. Yeah. Bad. Dr. Chris and I debate about this.
2: <laughs> Regularly.
0: <laughs> you know, here, here's the thing. So John, everything, everything you say is, of course it's spot on. We talk about, you know, Dr. Crystal's a nutritionist. We talk about needing variety. You know, we like the 80 20 rule when you look at your plate 80 percent of that should be you know good variety of vegetables twenty percent lean protein. I think that's a good ratio. It supports heart health and all that kind of stuff. The problem is you know from the time uh, a kid is born in this in this country t- today, all the way through most of their lives, all of the commercials and all of the marketing is about grains and processed foods and mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a real hill to overcome, isn't
1: it? It really is. It really is, and and you know i've i've actually seen um baby bottles to feed babies um with the coca-cola insignia or logo on the bottle
0: yeah
1: yeah and coca-cola of course manufactures those bottles and gives them out free uh, uh, in in hospitals when when babies are born there's they get a little kit of gifts and it includes this kind of thing and i i just find this a, not just offensive but but disturbing i mean you yeah. know it we we need to protect our children so they get started on in the right direction in the beginning yeah and and that's that's breastfeeding if at all possible there's mm-hmm. no formula that's as good as what what a, what a human mother can produce for that for the yeah, baby for sure. um and you know when, when a woman is pregnant if she can take response she's now eating for two and 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 think about the quality of what she's eating that will help her her eventual newborn her eventual child that her eventual adult child very true carry on you know we get in grooves and we tend to stay in them yes that's why the industry they know that that's why they target with their ads so, so much you know mcdonald's happy meals are about the least happy meal and well, because and it's cheap, but they're not only really not cheap if you if you factor
0: in the cost of heart disease. Yeah. If you, for sure. you factor in the cost of. Last time I looked. At major impact, a major economic impact, right across across the board. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and so, you know, I like your 80-20 rule, um, and and lean protein can be tofu. It can be uh, it it can be. A, it doesn't have to be animal. animal. You're right. Yep. But
0: it, you know it can be
1: tempeh, which that's a soy product that I have mm-hmm.
0: it. really good for mm-hmm. your microbiome. Also, yeah. So you're listening to John Robbins. What a story! Um, I want to thank you for coming on today. I mean, we could just go on and on and on. Um, I, I, I want to end this way and just ask you, John. Um, like, what what's the take home message for the live foreverish audience? What's the one thing, two things that you really want them to remember? Um, and take to heart from today's show?
1: Well, I, I'm thinking of of the serenity prayer in which it's well known in 12-step programs. It, it, it's in which we ask for the serenity to accept the things we cannot change and the courage to change the things that we can change mm-hmm. and, and, and the wisdom to know the difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when, as we get older, there will be things that we can't change. There will be things that we need the serenity to find the serenity to accept. Um, there are That's going to happen. But we also, there's a lot of things we can change. And if we have the wisdom to know the difference, if we have the courage to make the changes that will make a difference in the quality of our lives, and if we can make those changes early enough in our lives, I mean, it's really never too late to make them and get some, benefit the earlier you make them the longer you stay with them the greater the benefit and Mm -hmm. and and so yes aging you know has its somebody wants that aging isn't for sissies you know i know what they mean but it it can be for beautiful people who live healthy lives to the very end yeah and i want each of our our our, our viewers and listeners to know that And, and you have an opportunity to be one of those people and, and you don't have to live the standard American life and eat the standard American diet and get the standard American diseases. You yeah. don't have to do that. And there's a lot of social pressure and it's normalized. And no doubt your friends and family members are taking kind of a unhappy and, and probably disease likely path, but mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. And when you make those changes, when you choose, yourself you choose to honor yourself you choose to respect yourself so you eat food that that enhances your self-respect and and the quality of of your your experience of yourself and then you're then you're a model for those other people who may be awesome yeah easy you at first or mock you at first even but then they'll see how great you're doing and they'll wish they did it too and they'll follow in your footsteps
0: and they'll thank you that's great. John Robbins, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Don't forget, we got a couple of uh, websites for our audience to check out uh, foodnetwork.org. Um, uh, you can learn food, about the food, um, food revolution. I'm sorry, uh, foodrevolution.org. foodrevolution.org. And then we also have longevity.foodrevolution.org as well. Yes. So, Check those out, and we'll have those in the summary um, as well. John, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. You're listening to LiveForEverish.com. Live live ForEverish, don't forget that you can go to LiveForEverish.com, where you can download several other um, episodes. And don't forget to like, share, and comment, and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's LiveForEverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.